Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday. We have won 13 consecutive games at home, and that is Taylor Swift's favorite number, so you know I'm happy. Uh, serious question. Is that good? It's great. We're <laughs> My sister and I were talking about it at the game. We were like, I think we were at the last loss. And that was that San Francisco playoff game, which was terrible. That was um, terrible. But that's a, like, and obviously we go to most of the games and we're just like, wow, we've just been enjoying all these wins without really thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're, are we a spoiled fan base now? Because we might be. We're the, at home we're spoiled. What's funny is that I've still been finding fault with this team and I know for sure at one point in this podcast, I need to issue an apology, a formal apology to CD Lamb. I'll do that. And Dak Prescott. And Dak. Um, but I definitely think I have maybe said this in the past and been like, CD Lamb, I need a little more from him. Like he's not showing his like true number one, like something of that, of that nature. I said that and I meant it and I wasn't trying to be rude. Like I really wasn't. I was just being, right. but like, I'll be, I will have to eat my own words here, people, and I will do as such. So um, I will issue that apology and also yes to one Dakota P. But let me throw some stats your way um, that you might find fun because, you know, you were there and I need to get your opinions. But um, Michael Gelkin uh, from Dallas Morning News posted some fun stuff. And he said the Cowboys have outscored opponents 205 to 60 in five home games this season. Like you said, that is the 13th straight win at home in AT&T Stadium. Um, that's pretty insane. Cowboys um, owner, as you all know, Jerry Jones, had a quote that our dearest, dearest friend, Mashoda, posted after the game yesterday. I thought this was pretty poignant. He said, I don't know that I've had a day like this, and I'll include them all. I'll put Super Bowls in there. I don't know if I've ever had a better day with the Cowboys than today. Whoa. First of all, sometimes I just need him to stop talking because <laughs> that's a, a little embarrassing to admit, my friend. I was yeah. like, I was like, that was a great game. Like so fun and Thanksgiving and Dolly Parton. And I'm like, maybe you're combining all of the things. And then yeah. obviously like the ring of honor stuff that is happening that happened like recently. Like, I don't know if you're just like in the vibes right now, but like better than the Super Bowls. Yeah, I was like, history was made. Yes, I agree. Like, everything was going right for us. Um, we looked fantastic. Like, the fanfare around the stadium was great. Just, 
I can see, I, I understand the vibes that he's talking about. Like the vibes were high, but it's not Super Bowl level. Like my, my guy, come on. Everyone now, I mean, meeting Dolly is probably similar to that feeling. Fair. So I get it, but totally fair. which I will just point this out that Dolly, if you want a pair of Lucchese boots to be wearing with your DCC outfit, I will find a way to send a pair to you. I can make that happen. We're just like on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> on a day-to-day basis, like whatever you want, my queen, like we'll do it for you. Um, you look phenomenal in that outfit though. Yo, like- That was are insane. You, are you kidding me? Like I can't with that woman. I think she's like 77 years old So we looked up and I was like, good for you gal like honestly great for you like she's just and i i so um one of my girlfriends uh, our girlfriends like helps she's the one that runs that whole entire halftime and um you know she was recording um all of the little pre-videos but i uh heard that she's actually like super super wonderful so that's really great too like I like when you're, what you think of somebody like aligns with how they actually are. Um, right. So that's, uh, that's one thing that I like. It's kind of like where the little memes on Instagram, where you talk about Taylor Swift and she's like, so nice. And everyone's like, we made the right person famous. Like yeah. that's, that's kind of what I feel like with Dolly Parton too. So. Oh, hundred percent. How was the halftime though? Like, what was that? It was so good. <laughs> Like everyone was so excited. She was, we all knew, like I, I called, I was like, she's going to do two, like she's going to do Jolene and nine or nine to five. And then I was like, then she's going to do two covers at least. And she did. And she picked really good ones. We were listening to, we had the, her uh, cover album on while we were tailgating. And uh, I love that. Some of them are better than others. Um, But obviously she's a queen and she picked, she did we are the champions and i was like we we are the champions if we're rangers fans um (laughs) the cowboys hopefully we'll be singing that sometime soon (laughs) i'm just hoping that the proximity between the two stadiums if you guys weren't aware they're like they literally share parking lots basically um yeah and i'm just like hoping that's like really the aura is rubbing off the that championship aura is rubbing off on the cowboys well he was at the parade and i'm hoping he was there like i will do this so much better a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah no but dolly pardon i think she's also releasing a rock album is that what you're talking about though? yeah yeah it came out okay cool. it's great it's yeah. it's um it's like covers but they like that it's with like elton john's in it too like they use the um i don't know if she like recorded with them necessarily but she was has the rights to like use their music essentially but it's great it's really fun and like you'll know all the songs so enjoy enjoy everyone enjoy yeah. i love it called I love rockstar <laughs> yeah so anyways um I'm glad that the Cowboys got the win. I'm glad there was the halftime performance. But I really have to say, I want to give the flowers to our guy, our guy, our guy, Duran <laughs> Bland. I mean, talk about record setting. This man's last week we saw him in his interview with Aaron Andrews, and she logs off the interview, and they still keep the camera on. 
And I think there's something they went on Instagram and it was like talking about her being like, he needs to be like in the Pro Bowl, like all this stuff and like with the PR team. And I loved that. I thought that was great. And honestly, agreed. All pro, Pro Bowl, all the things. He said the NFL record, if you didn't get all the news on it, recording five pick sixes in a single season. And again, thank you to Gelkin for this wonderful stat. I don't know if he got this from press box, but I'm going to give him his credit anyways. Um, he did it before 13 of the 32 NFL teams ever recorded their first pick six. Like, what? That's nuts to me. Like, he has more touchdowns than like some, like, Dave did a list of like thousand yard receivers. He has like more touchdowns than oh, a bunch of them. I have that. So, <laughs> number of receiving touchdowns in 2023, Emmanuel Acho posts that post this. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, Devonta Smith, Devonta Adams, Calvin Ridley, Brandon Ayuk, um, they all have four. And Deron Bland has five. And he goes, asterisk, Deron Bland plays cornerback. Yeah. <laughs> like, such a good tweet, too, also. Like, congrats to him on that, but, like, so poignant. And I'm just like, when yeah. you put the comparisons together. Oh, also, here's another fun one for you. The Cowboys haven't trailed for a single second at home this season. How's that? <gasps> Chills. Run through a wall. <laughs> Let's go. Which is, you know, given the games we have coming up, that's a nice stat to hear. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it really is. Like, I just, I I have to say, like, I'm excited for this team. Like, this is, it's kind of crazy when we're sitting here talking about Deron Bland as you know defensive player of the year and everyone would go goes into the year being like oh it's going to be Micah Parsons like yeah oh that was not on my bingo card I would have had a Cowboys defensive like like some guy on the defense for sure I would have been like yeah they'll be in the defensive player of the year conversation but Deron Bland was not the one that I would have put up for it he wasn't he just wasn't and what a story like that's so cool it like Fresno State, he was like a fifth round pick. Yes. Like Will McClay, take your flowers, my guy. Like what? I was just about to say, Did like, find this like man? Ross Winchie is the National West Coast Scout and mm -hmm. wonderful person. Absolutely adore his wife. So I'm, you know, of course, going to be a tad biased and I don't care because he deserves it. So yeah. um, congrats to Ross on, you know, picking that one out of, all of the pieces that you know they could have once you start to get into that fourth like the fifth round fifth and sixth round like you know you're you are you have guys and Brian Broaddus always taught us this he's like your scouts are out there like banging their hands on the table like standing up there being like this is my guy I advocate for him you have to take him and so you at that point like that's where the the respective like regional scouts are making their case to the Will McClays and to, you know, the C-suite types. And so, you know, that it was Ross in there just really vying for Bland. And that's such a cool thing. Like, that's awesome. Like, that is so cool to sit there and see that come to fruition. And I just, I don't know, like, it's a lot of good things happening to a lot of good people. And how can you not feel great about that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> gosh, it's like CD said, 
why do y'all, why do you guys keep trying him? Why do you keep trying him? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And like, it's I love it. Like he I, wasn't having an amazing game last night, but you try him one too many times. <laughs> you're going to learn a lesson. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it's so funny, but like, um, I also saw a tweet on Twitter, which is why whatever X Twitter, I'm calling it Twitter. I'm, I don't care. Sorry. Elon. Yeah, You're not going to win that battle. Um, but, uh, someone took Dane Brugler's tweet. His receipts were fire last night from 2022. And he says, I have Dane Brugler goes, I have been mocking Duran Bland to the Cowboys for a reason. Plenty of late buzz on the Fresno State DB in Dallas wanted to make sure they got him. Long, fast, and tough. Fits Dan Quinn. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, like a match made in heaven. <laughs> seriously, it's so good. And I also just honestly, too, have to give so much credit to Dan Quinn. He has just breathed life into this Cowboys team. Like, I'll give McCarthy credit because. You know, as a leader, I think it's really important to go in and hire people that are equally as good or better than you and hire specialty folks to come in and fill the gaps in areas of expertise that you're not great at. And my God, he did that with Dan Quinn. And he could have had a big ego about it in like the off season and been like, um, well, I'm going to get somebody else now. Like you're, you know, going around shopping for head coaching jobs. Like I'll get somebody else. Yeah. Now, we brought him back and like, they seem to gel just fine. Honestly, it's, it, that's actually a great way. It's actually, it's a masterclass because also you had Jerry out there being like talking, talk about, you know, maybe having him as a head coaching candidate for the Cowboys. And like, you're like, what, Mike's not even like out of the, like, what are you talking about? Like, that was <laughs> like, just like, do you know something like, is, is he losing his job? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I'm sorry, that was wrong. He should not have done that. No. But like, for them to like sit there and still be great despite everything. And also I just, I really, it's just impressive. It really is. Like I said, it's a masterclass and I, you know, I know there's hype every year, excuse me, around teams. And I think that the Cowboys, as we all well know, are definitely one of those that gets <laughs> picked to be a part of championship conversations, maybe even so when they don't deserve to be. But if I were in a position to place bets, I have to imagine it's a lot easier to bet on a team that fundamentally is so sound like they are, I would say defensively, because in my opinion, it's a lot easier to be attracted to the flashiness of skill players on the opposite side of the ball and be all excited and talk about, you know, how this person, you know, can, can, you know, take them to the Super Bowl. But it's like, that also requires that person to carry the whole entire team on their back. And there's very few people who are capable of doing that to the high level of actually being able to compete in the championship game while carrying the team on your back, a la Tom Brady, right? Like, right. That's just like, superhuman ish that doesn't really exist in like, maybe once in a millennia. And so I, I digress, but I, I feel like when you have this strong defensive unit and it's just core fundamentals and you talk about like Dan Quinn in this unit, living and breathing takeaways, living and breathing 
all of their fundamentals to just be defensively sound and just be dogs, that makes it so much easier and alleviates so much pressure from your offense to have to outscore the opponent. You know, it really does put them in a position where it's like, hey, Dak, like you do need to be great, but you don't have to be superhuman because you can just go and be play your game and be fantastic. And you don't have to overcompensate for another unit because we are equally, if not more so pulling our weight like that to me, I think I would honestly almost rather be in that position than just have like freak shows out the wazoo on the other side. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy for that, but it just feels like a more tried and true, like old school winning mentality. Well, luckily you do have a freak show or two on the other side of the ball. So it's there. <laughs> to go with what you uh, were saying, just you, you can have it both ways a little bit. Right. No, you can. And it's just, it's fun to watch. I mean, and on top of it too, like this team's having fun. They have great chemistry and like that matters too. Like watching them when, when they like had freaking turkey legs, like dad, I was dying. I'm dead. I'm dead. I am dead. And I don't even, I, I know like there's going to be so many fines coming out of that. Who cares? You said like, vines? No, fines. Like they're oh, uh, fines. I think you said vines. I was like, you no. know, we do tickets now, right? <laughs> yeah. No, like so many fines. Oh, because- yeah. I think like Dalton Schultz was, was fine. Like 13,000 and the other guys, like the tight ends, like four grand or something. I don't know what Zeke was fine. I can't remember. I was looking it up and I was like, whatever, worth it. Well, that was funny. I usually ignore like online discourse around the Cowboys as much as possible. Um, But there, there was these fans. They were just like, well, isn't that a penalty? Like it's, Oh, so it's not a penalty if it's the Cowboys. And everyone was like, it's not a penalty. It's a fine. (laughs) Like, Like, don't be dumb. Like, come Hello. on. Honestly, though, your dumb friends that are like Eagles fans are saying stuff like that. Yeah. Do less. Do less. The um, layup into the, or did he dunk it or lay it up into the, it was so perfect. And so then good. they, they just put those turkey legs in there and apparently they were going to do it on the, um, the lamb touchdown time, but they waited. They're like, we're going to, we're going to get another one. So they saved it for the Turpin touchdown. So oh, thank like, you. I, the confidence that you have, and you're like, I'm going to be back down here in a minute. So like, let's, let's. Oh God. On. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Like just to be like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be right back for that. I, <laughs> it'll still be hot. Don't worry. Yeah. It'll be less disrespectful if we do it <laughs> later. But like, how amazing. They're just straight up eating turkey legs on the sidelines in the middle. It wasn't the middle of the game. It was the fourth quarter. There was like five minutes left. Who was, yeah. They had like, what is six minutes left? Something like that. Yeah. Like, it was like, but there was still, there was, it was, it, it, I guess you can call it garbage time at that point because of how the game had gone, but still like, it was so funny to me and I loved it. And I honestly have a proposal. I feel like what they should do in future years when they have a Thanksgiving game, because it seems to be becoming a thing. Thanks to Zeke and Dak. Uh, I would say they should take the fines every year and Jerry should match the fine and they should donate both the fine and the match, or they should donate the match to Salvation Army. That should be like what they do. Yeah, I know. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Players were doing something similar to that, but like, Jerry, you're a billionaire. Come on. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, how about Jerry Bear? Like, you just make it happen, you know, or Dak, like. Dak I is, see you just flying around in your uh, helicopter, like make yeah. it rain, make it rain. Just like drop a couple bills out of that. Make it rain, Dakota. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember when I got into a car accident with his helicopter pilot? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was a moment in time. I always I forgot about that until the other day, and I was telling someone I was like, I've never really gotten a bunch of any accidents. Like I've gotten in like, a couple fender benders, and I was like. I literally, it was leaving, was it the Green Bay game? Um, I can't remember. It was, no, it was the 49er. Uh, I don't know, but it was when we got knocked out and it was this torrential downpour. And I was like, no, I'm going to go home. And there's people that stayed at the stadium or they left. And I left because I was like, I think I can beat it. I can hurry up and get out of here. And anyways, I got, I got hit by Jerry's pilot. And he was just like, oh, and I was like, oh, I know who you are. Like, it's fine. I'm not going to like do anything crazy. And he, and so he took my car down to the hangar, Jerry's hangar, and just like fixed it up with his crew. And it looked great. It looked yeah. amazing. I was like, you know, I called my dad because that's what I do. Um, I think as some, a lot of people do. And I was like, dad, what are your thoughts on me not falling for insurance and just getting my car fixed by a billionaire's um, airline crew? And he was like, I feel like if I were to advise you, normally I would say go through insurance. He's like, but I feel like in this instance, it will be more than fine. I was like, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're going to be around, like, let's, uh, let's get as <laughs> <good> as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. So anyways, um, I also wanted to talk about, obviously, Turpin. Um, super excited for him, not just in the special teams game, but also obviously being able to, um, you know, get into the end zone. Um, I also have to give some flowers to Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is, um, I believe it is, he's leading the Cowboys in receiving yards. Yes, for three straight games. Brandon Cooks was one of those guys that we talked about. And I think we were worried that he was going to turn into like a non-factor, right? Like he just was very, very absent for the first chunk of the season. And we're like, whoa, um, this dude is a big deal. Like we went out and got him. Like, why would we not try to make this a thing? And by God, they're, they're getting him in the mix. So. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this, you know, going up to this, this three game stretch, we were like, you really need to stack these wins. Um, and while you're doing it, since, you know, they're a bit of a lesser opponent, you know, this is the time where you want to start like mixing things up and trying things that you're like a little less comfortable trying, you know, against opponent, like an opponent, like the Eagles or the 49ers say, but like, they really did. They've really like incorporated more guys into the, like made them more comfortable in this offense. And yeah. I think that's going to pay dividends going into, you know, the Seahawks and, you know, then the Eagles. Right. No, I totally agree. And I feel like him, 
I mean, they just, they have so many guys. Like if you look at the gang book that are just in the mix, like Rico Dowdle, like it's just, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten different weapons on offense that they're leveraging. And that to me is a sign of a really well-balanced offense where you and and guys also like Pollard and Lamb are showing up. <laughs> Lamb LOL showing up on their on the rushing, but like Pollard showing up. I love when they leverage a running back in the receiving game too. I really think that versatility matters and helps create a more dynamic offense, which is harder to, you know, just place coverages against. So, you know, I'm 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 struggling to find issues with their game. I will say <laughs> my special teams um, <laughs> naughtiness had a chance to come out and I didn't say anything, but poor <laughs> our guy, Beobs, about the only person who had like a game that I know, you know, he was beating himself up for that. Oh yeah. Like, well, the funny thing is <laughs> we are watching it, obviously watching the game and my sister, the second that happened, she goes, what's Kelsey thinking right now? I was like, I don't know. It just happened. <laughs> I love that I could become synonymous with special teams. Like I'm slain. And so, and the funny thing is like Mishota on his show this week about them Cowboys, they had talked about, he was like, honestly, he's due to miss one. I think he'll miss one this game and it's not a big deal. Yeah. And look, so the prophet Mishota predicted it and it was, did we die? No. But did you die? I mean, did also- can we also also talk about how they had this performance on a short week? Like coming out of a Sunday through Thursday turn, that is rough, you guys. Like you normally you have like your day off and then you have, you know, your recap of the next day, like the next day is like your recap of the past week. Then your Wednesday is your look ahead for the next week. And then it's like install Thursday, Friday is like your, you know, it's a quick Friday. And it's just like, that's, it's, it's all condensed, you know? And like, and on top of the fact that the Cowboys that they always play on Thanksgiving. So I know they're probably a good chunk of them getting used to it, but my God, you have like 60,000 family members probably coming into town. I mean, I know that's been like a lot of our friends have had that and like, yeah, it's just, it's bonkers, right? Like it's bonkers. So, I mean, they, yeah, cheers to them for having that down, like whatever they're doing, um, to prepare for these weeks, knowing that they have them coming. Um, good on you. Good on you. They look great. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, I will say, um, oh, one other thing. Dak Prescott leads the NFL in touchdown passes with 23. So retweet. Congrats to them for that. Just want to look at all the analysts and say, sup. Sup. Um, they embarrassed the commanders so badly that the day after today, Ron Rivera makes multiple moves on his staff, firing defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio and DB coach Brent Bieselmeyer. Bieselmeyer. That is such a German name. It is German. It, and the watch it not be German, but I don't care. We're calling it German. It, it gives German energy regardless. It's, it's big German vibes. Big G vibes. Big G. Oh man, that just made me think of Dirk. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of have to, right? Like, 
Oh God. You're not the one getting fired yet. Then you have to at least showboat a little bit and like do something. Be like, I want Ron Showboat Rivera. Yes. I no, let me. Sorry, keep going. It's not riverboat Ron. It's showboat Ron right now. It is. Showboat Ron. Keep going. No, I mean, you kind of have to do something that that tells people where you can be like, I made these changes, so we're going to be better now. Right. Even though it's so not true. 100%. I mean, I I got love for Ron Rivera. I feel like as a person, you know, people love him. I hear great things about him. Um, my God, it's been a rough road for that man in Washington. And it's just like trading away your defensive star. I mean, it's you're just in full-blown like rebuilding mode. I don't even know who this quarterback was. You know, I'm just like, I can't. I feel personally on a human-to-human level, <laughs> I can, I feel for him. But on a fan level, suck it. <laughs> I that's like how people are like, oh, I just kind of feel bad for the Giants. I don't. Yeah. No. I revel in their pain. Yes. Good. Feel bad. Yes. Like, I, do I want Daniel Jones to be injured? No. But I want you all to feel bad. Yes. <laughs> if something was wrong with us, you would be laughing in our faces. So we love like sports, people. <laughs> sign up or sign off. Okay. Should yeah. I be the bigger person? You know no. what? No. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I hope I'm Tom Petty, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Anyways, well, I just, you know, all around um victory for the Cowboys, division rival. They're not really a rival right now, but they are enough. And just a fantastic win. Um, obviously, you've got the Madden players of the game where Dak Prescott and Deron Bland. I know that it was kind of funny. You saw that chicken leg. You probably couldn't see it. The turkey leg, rather. You you, you probably couldn't chicken. The turkey <laughs> leg, those turkey legs that were on TV put the Renaissance Festival turkey legs to shame. Also, it looked a little gnarly. Like, I was like, it was a little, um, like, Viking leg looking. Like, it was just kind of like, not, I don't yeah. know, it's like knobs and, and, like, and, like, things on it. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> Ew. I know. I was like, I don't know where I would pick out to bite, but like, I'd probably just like, maybe like, sometimes I'm like, could I be a vegetarian? (laughs) It, it, that turkey leg on TV made me question. I was like, I might, you might have to hit me with a tofu turkey if that's what kind of thing you're shoving in front of my face after a a victory. Yeah. A tofurkey. Is that what it is? Whatever. I'm also very much kidding. Love turkey. Also, I, I ate a lot of it yesterday. Power rankings of, Thanksgiving leftovers. Go. Oh, God. Taters, number one. All right. Yeah. Put a little butter and garlic salt. I'm a big garlic salt on my mashed potatoes person. When you heat that up, there better be still butter in there. Like, when you think you've had enough butter in your mashed potatoes, you're wrong. (laughs) Wrong. Okay, number one. Like, honestly, just making a sandwich with turkey, put the mashed potatoes on there, put some stuffing on there, a little cranberry. What kind of bread do you use? Brioche. Oh, so smart. It's all in the bread, though. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, the, 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 the bread matters. Yeah, it's like Monica always said. You have to have a waste maker. You got to add a little extra bread in your bread. Correct. <laughs> honestly. And then douse it in gravy. Um, I'm going to hit y'all with a, a Hawaiian roll. 
iteration of that. Like, I think I'm going to go like, yeah, I'm going to have some sliders today. And then, um, Ian's aunt is in town. And so, um, we might do, uh, we might make Turkey and like Thanksgiving leftover pot pies, which I'm like really hype on. Cause I've never yeah. had that, but like, let me tell you as an Irish little queen, I love <laughs> me a pot pie. So I am um, thrilled for this development. Man, I'm a little jealous now. Right. So I don't have any. (laughs) I also 100% ordered my turkey on Instacart and they left two turkeys. So I might just like mess around and have like another Thanksgiving again. Like, why not? Like, I mean, you can do a lot of things with turkey. You can. You freeze that stuff after you cut it up. Yes. I also fed my child, my child dog, um, Wolfie. He got, he got his first baby's first giblets and oh. he was so happy. Oh, I'm going to cover Abby's ears. Don't hear that. Yeah. I had to cook them because those are vile um, yeah. in the raw, even though I'm sure there's some paleo dog enthusiasts on here who are telling me otherwise it's okay. It's more for mommy's sake than puppies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he had that and he was, more than thrilled. I was going to give him the, the neck, but then I was like, I don't feel like I should be giving him a neck bone. That feels like a not, a not yeah. a good thing. Um, so yeah, we, we figured out, oh, by the way, that for the two people on here that know m- about my dog, um, and follow me on Instagram and have seen lots of photos of him, we did get the DNA report back and I'm thrilled to report that he is 30% Basset Hound. Um, knew it. Which aunt Maggie called it from the get. So, um, I know my boy, he is a little (laughs) basset boy mixed with a poodle, which I kind of hate. Um, that's okay. And then he's got like Staffordshire Terrier, Australian Shepherd, a little pity in there and a little, he's got 2% lab, which if you would have asked me a year ago, I would have sworn on it that my dog was like majority. Like I was like lab terrier. He's a lab terrier, not a lab terrier. He's a basset. I still don't understand where the wire hair is coming from, but dude, I know like none of those dogs that we just met, none of them have beards. So I'm like, did you miss one of the DNA things? Like what happened? Maybe, but like his feet, little feetsies that they like, does it pigeon toed when it goes out? It's like seal flippers. Like, yeah, like just like, just like a basset. I was like, "Mm." and they're chunky. Yeah. And since he's a thick boy, even though he looks small, he he is a thick boy. He looks like he weighs 30 pounds. He weighs 52. So it's insane. He's a, he's a chunky long boy. You used to be able to carry him around like all over the place. Now you just have to <laughs> drag him. Like a, yeah, it's a struggle. It's a hoss. Yeah. Like Abby's 65. Goodness. That is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> they need to get back. We need to bring the gang back together. We're getting the band back together. Look at, look at, I see his kennel in the background too. I'm dead. Yeah, I never <laughs> took a day. So, <laughs> Auntie Mego is still waiting for her baby to come home. I am. Come I back to me, Mofo. Come back, Mofo. Um, all right. Well, any final thoughts on the game besides wishing everyone mm-hmm. had a wonderful Thanksgiving and a happy Victory Friday? Happiest Victory Friday. The boys killed it. They are looking great. I think this is the exact. Um, way we wanted this three game stretch to go and I'm excited for how they continue on to the sea chickens the um we have back-to-back bird games so 
going to be important to stick together for this one, kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I think I'm only going to call them sea chickens from now on. Yes, it's true. Shameless plug. Um, it is the uh, My Cause My Boots game, My Cause My Cleats game next week. So that'll be fun. So stay on the lookout for that. A lot of fun uh, boots, Lucchese boots that you'll see out there At with least- the cheerleaders. And you may also see one of the um, someone else on the field wearing them, which will be kind of fun. Um, so I won't give it away, but stay on the lookout for that, especially if you're in DFW. There's some fun little call to actions coming with it and you can do some good. So um all right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, we greatly appreciate you. Make sure you are subscribed to the Block of the Boys podcast, wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also, come hang out with Megan and I on social media. I'm on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles. And Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on Earthing. And because I mentioned that we are going to be playing a lot of bird type teams, it's especially important that you remember these next few words. And those are Megan. Dallas forever, Philly for never. Birds are not real unless they're turkeys. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs)